0: hello and welcome to somos mas your news for world cup in this instance i'm your host seth oh wait no i got a little too much hair to be seth and i'm a little taller uh seth is actually seth and earl both are traveling for the holiday so i'm gonna be flying solo tonight recapping uh group e and group f's action from today um it was a a pretty interesting group i i kind of called these these two groups as, as the most interesting, uh, that I thought of anyways, um, aside from the USA group, of course. And, uh, I'm happy to be able to recap them tonight and I actually get them Sunday night and next, uh, next week when, when the group ends with the last day of matches. So, so if you're interested in this group, uh, I'm the guy that is going to be here for that. So we'll kick it off of course, with, with the three o'clock game, which, uh, Robert Earl's not with us tonight. He is traveling to Dallas for Thanksgiving, uh, so it's just me. So if you're Team Earl, I apologize. Uh, He's not here, but let's be real, Robert. You're the only Team Earl that we know. So um, sorry to you, Robert. And uh, everybody else, welcome. (laughs) So the 3 o'clock match today was uh, Morocco-Croatia. I did not get up early enough to watch this match. Uh, If you did, let me know in the comments because I'm curious to see who's actually doing this whole three o'clock thing. Uh, Because I know Earl did yesterday for for his day of podcasting, but uh, I don't think any of us did today. All in all, uh, pretty standard nil nil draw uh, for Morocco versus Croatia. I think Croatia, I did go back, watch the highlights, read about it, Um, watched a couple uh segments of it anyways uh, on the replay uh croatia clearly looked to be the better team um and probably should have got a goal but as we all know that's soccer sometimes and uh it just doesn't always work out that way um uh, I, I think morocco performed validly, validly. Uh, and i think that this is going to be a weird group i'll, I'll kind of summarize the group and what i think is going to come of it after i talk about the canada belgium match um and we kind of had a chance to talk about all four teams in action and then we'll I'll draw some conclusions at least that i think are conclusions from there uh next up was the six o'clock match uh, which was japan germany um going into the group i kind of called japan uh advancing from this group i thought it was going to be at the expense of spain might have been wrong about that we'll get to that game in just a second but uh but this germany germany japan game was incredible i loved it um japan was a fun team to watch they they were getting pinned back bad in the first half but Remain kind of dangerous on the counter. Uh, They give up a penalty that I never really saw an angle that made me think it was, in fact, a penalty. But, uh, or was guaranteed to be a penalty. Thought it might have been a little soft. I know there was contact. uh, There might have been contact. I don't know. um, Either way, it happened. We move on from the penalty. Uh, Gundogan steps up, puts it in the back of the net. Germany gets up earl earl is in the chat ladies and gentlemen robert earl is in the facebook chat earl go to the <laughs> hashtag team earl uh earl with a, a hashtag team can you hashtag team yourself that that seems a little strange to me earl but uh glad you're here earl uh if you have some crazy takes that won't get me shot uh by the qatari government or the iran government uh i will share them on here uh If you have the other comments that might get me shot, uh, just go and keep them to yourself. But I would hop over to YouTube, Earl, and chat with your buddy Robert. I think he misses you just a little bit. He he said earlier, I don't see Earl uh, in the YouTube comments, and uh, I think he was kind of sad. He might have actually left. I don't know. But um, nonetheless, back to the Japan-Germany game. It was a... You didn't you didn't have to watch matches to light the world on fire with your Qatar and Iran takes, so um just throwing it out there. <clears throat> Guys, this is probably gonna be like most podcasts that I'm on. I'm just gonna ramble a lot. Um yeah, yeah, instant fight. Instant fight. Uh Tom, appreciate you, buddy. Um Gundawan finishes the the PK. And then the second half, uh, Japan made some adjustments. I'm not going to go into what they are because I'm not a tacticians guy uh, necessarily. Uh, I just I thought they came out and definitely wanted to attack a little more. Knew that they needed that goal Um, because I mean, if we'll talk about it in the next or not the next match, but the match after that, uh, the Canada uh, Belgium match. You know, if you lose that first match, your odds of advancing out of the group are are pretty slim. Um, yeah argentina's in for a tough one uh now now germany's gonna be in for a tough one because japan recognized that uh they tried really hard in the in the second half to to get a couple goals and and lo and behold they are they did they somehow uh get two goals. I'm not going to try to pronounce the names because I will butcher them and I don't want to butcher them. I will have too much respect for them. This, this, this Japan team, I was I was listening to a couple preview podcasts that, that got me pretty excited for them and thought, uh, hey, I think this, uh, this team might be able to come out of this group. I wasn't sold on Spain. I thought Germany would be all right. But, uh, you know, sometimes that's just how it goes. Uh, I'm not right all the time. Uh, Earl Earl has been more right than I am, believe it or not, in most of the things that we predict, which is hard for me to say. but kudos to Earl <clears throat> So you get Japan. they scored twice in the matter of oh, I want to say, yeah, just a little under 10 minutes, eight minutes exactly. Um, and kind of shocked Germany and Germany was was a team that had a lot of talent, has a lot of attacking talent. No, I will never put that in writing, Earl. Never. It is recorded, though, so you can just go back to it. I I think that's good enough. I think that might even be better than writing, because then you get to see my face saying it over and over again. If you really wanted to, you just rewind it, play it, rewind it, play it, rewind it, play it, so on and so forth. So Japan score, eight minutes apart. The second one coming in the 83rd minute, um, after it looked like maybe we were headed for a 1-1 draw, which I thought was... um, A fitting result at the time but japan just kept coming and um they definitely needed to play the ball on the ground in this match they were definitely a little a little outmanned in the air and a lot of aerial duels went to germany but that second half they just found found little creases and and channels to run into and and uh that second goal was a beautiful finish right into the top of the net uh with a guy draped all over him um just just a beautiful Beautiful soccer match to watch all around. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, really enjoyed it. Then we, after that match, we had to leave for a doctor's appointment uh, about an hour away. So I tried to watch the Costa Rica-Spain match, but um, it it didn't quite work out that way. For whatever reason, I got out of town and it switched over to the Amarillo Fox station on my phone and it didn't, wasn't on direct, blah, 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 blah. Either way, I didn't get to watch it until we got to the hospital. Then I watched it in Spanish, so I didn't get to pick up a whole lot of nuances. And I only watched it for a little bit. Um, Costa Rica dropped seven. Or no, sorry, Spain dropped coast seven on Costa Rica um, in what has been the most lopsided game of this tournament so far. Might be the most lopsided that we see. I mean, this was a just a bloodbath. Spain poured uh, pour four on in the first half and then three more on in the second half. Um, sorry, I had that backwards. Three in the first half, four in the second half, including a penalty in the 34th minute. And then the rest were all goals um, coming from 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 play and set pieces and whatnot. And it just, uh, I, I stopped watching uh, after the second Fernan Torres goal. I just, I, th- I thought Spain might be a little rough going into this tournament, and they just, They just destroyed Costa Rica. In fact, a little bit of stats from that game. Spain had 82% of the possession, put 17 shots on eight of them on frame, scored seven of those eight. Uh, Meanwhile, Costa Rica, obviously with 18% possession and zero shots and zero shots on goal. Um, They were called offside seven times. Um, I didn't feel that watching it in a little bit that I did, but that's a pretty high number to be called offside for. In contrast, Spain was only offside three times. Um, It was a... It was a a game that said Spain is here to to stay. Yeah, uh, (laughs) Tom. uh, It was a good result. Uh, it was a little bit like beating a dead horse. Um, but I mean, what what do you want them to do? Uh, just, I'm not saying you, ex- you exactly, Tom, but, uh, if you keep giving up chances, I'm going to want my guys to finish those chances. And that's, that's what happened. So, um, yeah, Tom mentioned Saudi Arabia in the chat. Um, the guys talked about that one last night, probably one of the biggest tournament upsets in history. Um, I think and I saw a post somewhere asking which one was bigger, this one, that one, or Germany, Japan. And I think it's clearly Saudi Arabia um, over Argentina. Argentina was picked by a lot of people to win this tournament, uh, which they still might. It, it's a loss in the group stage that doesn't end your tournament by any means. Uh, it is hard to get out of the group stage, like I said, after losing your first match. But I think if anybody can do that, it's... it's. Uh, Argentina in that group. Uh, they do have a couple tough games against Poland and Mexico, but, um, they've got talent and and I think they can probably They can probably get that done um, i'll, I'll touch on a few of the matches from previous days that I uh, Haven't hopped on for uh, in, in just a little bit, but but uh back to uh, Spain and Costa Rica, it, it might be a long tournament for Costa Rica guys. I mean, they looked about as bad as a team could look and i feel bad i want i kind of want all the CONCACAF teams except for mexico to do well in this tournament um and and costa rica just did not belong uh on the same pitch as spain uh but then when we get to the match of the day for me it was the match that i was looking forward to the most it's a um, canada and belgium a canada team that i thought was very frisky i think they're 41st in fifa uh and tom mentions um earlier in the chat that belgium is second in in the fifa rankings uh so that's a a 39 uh rank gap there and i know that results are what really matter but canada was clearly the better team in this match um every time i turned it on or every time i turned my head and looked away and looked back i mean canada was was pushing and pushing and pushing and and oh hi Bruce. Yes. Hi. Oh okay. Would you like to tell the people something? No? Okay. Um Canada was pushing and pushing and pushing and and uh in the seventh minute they get a penalty. Uh, Alfonso Davies steps up after a, a long delay. I mean the ref backs up and looks like he's in position for a long time before blowing his whistle to give Alfonso Davies the go-ahead to to go ahead and shoot and uh runs up, kicks it to the keeper's right side, low, not a lot of power. Uh relatively easy save. It does bounce back to Alfonso, but he can't uh can't quite get the handle on it. Uh and then eventually does try to put it on frame and and kicks it up over the bar. Uh just just a bad mistake there. Um Tom in the chat uh wanted them to win so badly. I'm assuming he's talking about Canada. Uh, I did too. I think they are a good good team and i know getting out of the group stage is hard if you lose that first match but i honestly think canada has a decent chance um with the croatia morocco draw uh they're they're just one point behind both of those teams and they get to play both of those teams i think they can win um both for i think they can win both i think they will win at least one for sure uh get a draw on the other one and we'll see what happens i think uh Belgium can probably look at this and say, "Okay, well, we just got to take care of business in the next match and we'll put ourselves through. So uh, it's a it's going to be a a fun group. Uh, It's a group that I had circled, like I said, um, from the beginning. and, And I'm not. My opinion of that hasn't changed at all. The Croatia Morocco match had some excitement in it, even though there weren't any goals. And I'm excited to watch both of those teams play Canada and Belgium uh, coming up on Sunday. I I don't remember what the matchups are on Sunday right off the top of my head. But uh, but no matter what they are, those four teams I think are, are going to be pretty fun to watch no matter who's playing who. <clears throat> I, I do still think Canada and Belgium get out of this group. And I think Spain and Japan, the two winners from today, get out of uh, Group E. Um, it's a... Japan has to play like that a couple more times and get at least a, another result or two uh, from their fo- their two remaining games against uh, Spain and Costa Rica. Spain and Japan might be a little tough, but uh, man, I can't wait for that Spain Germany match on Sunday. That's going to be a fun one. So the, the these two groups they're they're really exciting. They're they've got a lot of talent. Croatia finished second uh, in the World Cup in 2018. Belgium as we mentioned earlier is second in FIFA Canada is an up and coming team, uh, with a lot of players that are very exciting and, and, uh, they just play a really fun style of football. Just this Japan team's kind of like nothing else in the tournament with their size and speed and, and tactics. They just seem to have figured some stuff out. And, uh, I just, I can't wait for, you know, even Germany, Germany's, uh, uh, They lost, yes, but they're they're a talented team. I don't know what I don't have the FIFA rankings up, but I I know they're they were from that first pod that was drawn into Group A or Group E, Um, and so it's just Sunday is going to be a fun day of matches, and then I believe it's next Wednesday is going to be a fun day of matches, and and we'll see who advances out of the group from here. Uh, Talking a little bit about the previous days, I know the guys didn't do that uh, when they came on. Uh, but there was two of them talking about the the day at hand. So I'm going to fill some time here and give a few thoughts from the first matches. Uh, one, we'll start with the obvious one, the U.S. game. Um, the U.S. match, it probably should have been a win, uh, but I think a, a draw is not the worst result. I, I'm going to be real honest. It kind of felt like watching United play. It was get the early lead, look fantastic in the first half only get one goal to show from it uh and then the second half comes and you look despondent and and kind of uh like you think you're you're good you're just going to kind of try to see this game out and and we learned from the english match, the england match before this is you don't you don't want to do that you want to keep your foot on the pedal you want to get um more than one goal up there and and kind of give yourself a cushion and i felt like we had chances to do that in the first half and honestly we had chances to do it in the second half on counters and whether it was christian or um i saw uh, somebody else uh, kind of put a kibosh on on some breaks that we could have had uh and and i feel like you know you you kind of take your foot off the gas like tom just mentioned in the comments and and bad things typically happen, much like in United games of the past. So, um, felt really reminiscent. Didn't really feel great, but I think we saw enough in the first half to at least have uh, some hope uh, for the rest of it. A draw is not going to end your tournament in that first match, and so you know we got a tough test Friday against against England, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I think we have a chance, even though England came out beat Iran six to two looked really, really good while doing it. Uh, we're not Iran. we got a, a, a different setup, different talent. Uh, and I, and I think we'll, we'll at least give them a match. And if, if we can get a result from that of any kind, that'll go a long way in our chances of, of moving out of the group. Obviously that kind of goes without saying, um, next the Argentina loss, uh, obviously huge. Just, I mean, I, I didn't. I gave Earl kudos for for getting up at three to watch that match because I didn't. I thought, why watch this match? It's it's going to be a bloodbath, right? Um, And I was wrong. Or I woke up to a text from Earl saying Saudi Arabia just beat Argentina, and I didn't believe him. I had to go look at it, and uh, holy cow, it really happened. Um, I didn't pick Argentina to win this, so I wasn't uh, too upset about it. Uh, a little confused about it but uh, overall it kinda um i mean it, it's it's shocking but it's it's not gonna change my perception of argentina necessarily argentina necessarily uh kind of changes my perception of saudi arabia although saudi arabia what are you doing you beat argentina and then you make it a national holiday the next day because you beat argentina you didn't get out of the group Yet you didn't you didn't really accomplish anything other than getting three points from Argentina, which yes, that's a, a good accomplishment there. But really, a national holiday for beating Argentina in a soccer match in the World Cup? I mean, sure, I guess you do. Use Saudi Arabia? Well, Saudi Arabia definitely does Saudi Arabia things all the time. They do the they do them all the time. So um, kudos to them for getting the three points. But uh, we'll we'll see. I I still don't know if they get out of that group uh it's mexico poland argentina and them that those are are some are tough group tough tough two tough matches for for both argentina and saudi arabia left and i'm gonna think argentina has a better chance of coming out of there than saudi arabia still even with a three-point lead that could be crazy um but we'll see Uh, i'll just that group is kind of weird to me. It was always kind of weird to me other than Saudi Arabia, but then Saudi Arabia pulls this upset and it's like, okay, well now I really don't know what to think about this group. So uh, I did write down uh, predictions before the tournament started. I don't have them on hand, uh, but I'm relatively sure I picked Saudi Arabia to finish dead last in that group. And so that's, that's probably going to be wrong now. Um, Then I I think that's pretty much it. I mean, you had the Qatar match to begin the, the world cup. That was, uh just i mean ecuador should have put 5 or 6 on qatar but didn't uh it was just kind of a ugly game um you got netherlands and senegal that was an interesting one um netherlands kind of pulled away there which uh, doesn't isn't indicative of of how the match went i think i think uh, senegal and netherlands were pretty evenly matched and so between qatar ecuador is still. um senegal and and netherlands i still think senegal has a decent chance of getting out of there uh if they can take care of business against ecuador uh whenever they play them we've got um let's see any other games any other games any other games that you guys want an opinion on from earlier in the in the world cup there i don't mexico poland i didn't get to watch mexico poland um I know Lewandowski had a a PK that was saved, which kind of sucks, but uh, what do you do there? Sometimes that happens. Oh, I do want to talk about France uh, for a second. France is who I picked. I picked them to go back to back, which I know is rare. And then you, I think I picked them. And then the next day I found, or like the next hour, I found out Kareem Benzema was going to be out, but I still, still held steady, still kind of, think france has the talent to pull it off we saw mbappe score we saw um olivia drew score twice in fact uh they they've just got a ton of talent on that team and even though they went down one nothing it wasn't it didn't feel the same um didn't it didn't feel like it was going to go badly for them and, and sure enough they bounced back get four probably could have had a couple more mbappe had a a sitter that he probably finishes nine 99 times out of a hundred that he put over the bar. Um, and so uh, Olivier Giroux in that contest did, uh, tie Thierry Henry with the most goals in for the French national team, which is, which is exciting. Uh, great for Olivier. He's, I love him. Uh, I enjoy watching him. So I'm happy that he, he gets that chance or gets that uh, record, ties that record, and and we'll probably see him, I have a feeling, we'll see him break that record in this World Cup. Um, other than that, don't have any any other matches. The rest were, uh, Denmark was a, a little bit of a disappointment for me. I, I really liked Denmark. Uh, uh, Pierre-Emile from uh, Spurs from from tottenham there um he just couldn't get it going uh parisic plays for croatia um another tottenham guy i'm a tottenham fan so uh sorry tom i know you're not but we'll we'll look ahead to to tomorrow the last two groups uh coming in to play um and and we finally get to see the these last one these last ones uh we got switzerland cameroon Kicking off at 3 a.m. Uh, probably not going to get up at 3 a.m. for that one either. No offense to Switzerland or Cameroon. Uh, Uruguay versus South Korea at 6 o'clock. Um, it's a South Korea team that I think will come out of that group. It's an Uruguay team that I hope will come out of that group over Portugal. Uh, and we'll we'll just have to kind of see what happens there. But I, I'm really looking forward to that one. I, I will definitely be up at 6 for that one. Uh, then at 9, we've got Portugal... And Ghana, Um, Portugal probably should come out of there with a W. But uh, if they get any other kind of result, I'll be very happy because I do not want to see good things for Cristiano Ronaldo right now. Um, Finishing up the day, the tournament favorite, uh, one of the tournament favorites, Brazil, taking on Serbia, a team that uh, I don't know a lot about, but I've heard people that do know what they're talking about and that I trust. Uh, say serbia might be frisky in this tournament so um what will you bet me south korea over who tom clarify the bet and i'll probably make it with you unless i'm on the same page i don't know um, but brazil serbia gonna be could be an interesting one i think most people are looking at that going oh that could be a seven nothing for brazil uh but i wouldn't be surprised if it's a uh, a little closer than that and and if serbia can maybe get a result here and, and kind of continue the shocking form of of favorites kind of going down or at least not getting a w in their first match uh overall i think this this tomorrow like i said will wrap up the the first match for every group and and i think the other than germany and and argentina most of the matches kind of gone kind of went the way you thought they would uh, other than like belgium absolutely destroying costa rica might be a little surprise or not belgium sorry spain destroying costa rica might be a little bit of a surprise um england putting up six uh probably is a little bit more of a surprise they weren't in the best of form coming into this tournament and so you know you just uh you, you never really know but at the same time they've kind of gone chalk other than a few few big surprises here and there so uh, my picks for tomorrow I'll say Cameroon, Switzerland's a draw, Uruguay, South Korea, Car- South Korea is a draw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Portugal gets the win. I'm gonna say Brazil gets the win. But if any of those are are wrong, I wouldn't be surprised at all. So I'm looking forward to it. I believe Seth will be with you tomorrow. Um, we'll see. I might hop on with him depending on what's going on. I've got family coming into town uh, and a snowstorm that might affect my internet. So. Might not be able to, but I'll be back Friday, uh, with group A and group B, uh, going over England, USA, of course, uh, Seth probably might want to hop on with me for that one. I don't know. Um, we've got Wales, Iran, uh, Qatar, Senegal, Netherlands, Ecuador, the other matches in that group. I'm not, or in that on that day, I'm not super excited about other than to see what happens with Wales and Iran. And then we'll go from there. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. it's it's been awesome so far. I love waking up at six to put on soccer and and do my morning routine before I go to work and then have my head butt in ear butt in and and be able to listen to the games and and watch them when they get intense and And it's just been a great time. i hope hope everybody else out there is enjoying it. I know the uh, having it in guitar is kind of the pits kind of leaves a a bad taste in everybody's mouth, I think. But um, you know what? I'm not going to let that ruin something that uh, I treasure so much. Uh, even before I was a soccer fan, when United, New Mexico United came into the picture, I was still uh, very into the World Cup and, and would watch as much as I could. Uh, I was talking to my wife earlier today, and it's crazy how now you can just watch it on your phone wherever you are. Like, you can be at work. You can be at school. You can be driving cross country. You could be on a bus. You could be on a plane. You could literally be anywhere, and you could have the World Cup in your hands. Uh, that was not the case growing up for for anybody over, I don't know, 30 for sure. Um, I remember definitely having to schedule my world around World Cup matches, and uh, I'm, gl- I'm glad that I don't have to do that, but uh, it is nice to watch it on the big screen without having to worry about uh, if I'm going to get in trouble for watching this and, and whatnot. So you guys, uh, Tom, thanks for being in the chat. Earl, I don't think you're still watching, but I love you um, and hope you're making it to Dallas safe. And I, I think they're supposed to get a pretty good storm. I know we're supposed to get hit pretty much all night tomorrow, uh, and I think east of us is is going to get hit some too. I don't know about Dallas, if it's going to reach that far, but, but if it does, be careful out there. Uh, Seth's in Georgia. I don't think they know what snow is in Georgia. So, I think he's safe. But um, all in all, I hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Uh, Seth will be on for sure. I might pop on. We'll have to see. Uh, And then I will personally see you again Friday. And until Seth sees you tomorrow, and I see you Friday, guys. Somos Unidos.